Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. This is Real Talk with Lori, with your host, Lori Bowen. Lori is the author of Life Lessons I Learned from My Dog, and she is here to inspire and help you transform yourself with her faith, compassion, and great empathy for others. So now, please welcome the host of Real Talk with Lori, Lori Bowen. Good Friday afternoon. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. I'm Lori Bowen, your host, coming to you from the BBM Global Network. I sure hope that you'll call in today, 1-866-451-1451. I'm going to be talking about surviving and thriving during, after, divorce, separation and divorce. It's the new year, it's January 11th, and we're all back to work this week, back from celebrating whatever you celebrated, whether it was Christmas, Hanukkah, Ramadan, uh, whatever. I don't know all the holidays, but a lot of holidays happen during Christmas period, the Christmas break, holiday break. Uh, So we're getting back to things, and I know that there's people out there that probably didn't have the best Christmas. Maybe you are going through a separation and divorce. Going through a separation of, you know, not only your finances, but your emotions, your everyday routines is really, really painful. Believe me, I know. I am divorced and I moved, well, quite a, really quite across the province uh, 14 years ago to start a new life. And it was probably the most difficult thing I had to do in my entire life. But while you're going through separation and divorce, there's things that you can do that are so simple that can really help. When I when I left uh, 14 years ago, my first marriage, I did it completely on my own. I really didn't tell anybody. I had worked at the same place for 15 years. Within three months, I was gone. 
and people were shocked. They couldn't believe, you know, I had moved all the way across the province from one end of the province, literally, to the other. My family came and helped me move. Um, but when everybody was gone and I had to get back to work and raising my daughter and living in the country by myself, it was really overwhelming. And I basically dealt with separation and divorce by not dealing with it. I just buried it and moved on and attracted another uh, partner into my life who six months after I moved, I, I met um, my now husband, Mark. And uh, so we got married two years after I met him. Uh, and, you know, it's been a rocky relationship for sure. And we are separating. I don't know about divorcing, but we're definitely in that whole uh, period of our relationship where we really can't uh, get past some of our issues. So I thought, you know what, why not talk about things that I'm doing this time around that I didn't do the first time around. And maybe there's somebody out there that's going through something similar. And maybe, just maybe, we might be able to help each other. One of the first things that I'm doing this time is I've created a small but very trusted circle of support around me. And I, I think it would be a good idea um, if you have some really close friends or family when you're going through, so the period I'm in is we are still living together in the same house, but we're separating our finances, we're separating, you know, the bills, I'm going to be moving, he's going to be keeping the house. So it's really difficult to live under the same roof. If you don't have to, it would be optimal for one person to leave, but it's not always possible financially to support two households. So um, while you're going through that time, having constant support is so important, even if it's just talking to a friend once a day, even if it's, you know, through the computer or text, just to say, hey, how's it going? What you get accomplished today? You know, some days are better than others. Some days I get, you know, 20 things done on my to-do list and other days I only get two. So finding, I do have a friend, and like I said, it's a very small circle. <laughs> I have a friend, her name's Monique, and she does, she calls me, she texts me, she asks me how I'm doing, um, she checks in with me, uh, she can tell when I'm having a rough day, and she'll encourage me and give me suggestions, and she's like my own personal little therapist it's really kind of neat and if I don't follow through on what she suggests then she'll be asking me did you write down all of the things that you've done did you write down three things that you're grateful for you know so that's a real friend you know when she says no don't do that that's a terrible idea that is a real friend you know, if you have friends that never, you know, challenge your thinking or question your your decisions, get some new friends because they're just pacifying you. Because people that really love you, they're not afraid to tell you what they really think. Because we, you know, as adults, we've learned that we're not always going to agree. We're not going to see things the same way. We come from different backgrounds and different perspectives. So it's important that we always remain open. So um, creating a small but trusted 
circle of friends and having daily contact. So it's really easy when you're going through separation and divorce or any kind of loss. Um, whether you're, um, you know, gone through, I lost my dad in September of this year. So a loss due to death or a loss due to divorce, a loss, you know, we have a lot of missing and murdered Indigenous women. Um, people suffer losses of family members when they never know where or what happened to them. Um, so having a, a decision, making a decision that every day I'm going to have contact with someone because it's easy when you're depressed to get sucked into the whole isolation, um, to stay by yourself way too long and you know, it's it's more comfortable to stay at home than to have to get up and get dressed and shower. And if you're a woman, put on makeup and, you know, drive somewhere and then pretend and talk and act like you're happy when you're really not happy. So um, that leads me to my second point, which is self-care and everyday self-care, not just once in a while. I'm not talking about going to the spa kind of self-care. I'm talking about going to the dentist, taking care of your oral hygiene, looking up in your community, counseling, free counseling, or if you have benefits, look up for a psychologist or a social worker, a counselor. Um, spend time if you're if you have a faith or you're a religious person. Spend time at your synagogue or your temple or your church or wherever it is that you that you find yourself. Spend time there. Volunteer. Volunteer in your children's programs, your youth programs. It is amazing what being around young people can do for your soul, especially when your soul is a little downcast. As we're heading out into the new year, think about the things that bring you the greatest joy. So last Christmas was probably one of the most depressing I had in my life. Um, there was issues between my daughter and her church, and, and uh, I had put in a formal complaint against her church, so of course it didn't make her too happy. So she restricted my um, access to my grandchildren and wouldn't even let me talk to them on Christmas Day. Now, all of this has been resolved, and we're actually quite close now again, which is wonderful. But a year ago, I was uh, suicidal, literally. I was thinking about uh, ways that I could take my own life. And that shocked the heck out of me um, that those thoughts would even come into my, my mind on Christmas Day. So it's it was so important for me to have an outlet. I want to hear about your outlets as you're going through your dark times. Stay with me. Call me, 1-866-451-1451. we got to take a short commercial break. We'll be right back. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. 
please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back. I'm Lori Bowen. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori coming to you from the BBM Global Network. It's Friday, January 11th, and I'm discussing how to survive and thrive through separation and divorce. I'd love to hear your stories. The lines are open to call in 1-866-451-1451. One of the main points that I started out with is to build your own, whether it's large or small, I prefer small, social support system. Research has found that the more social support that we have, the better we do in life. Social support are your family, your friends, your colleagues, your neighbors, your post office person, uh, the person you see every day that sells you coffee or groceries. All of those people are our social support system. Obviously, some are closer to us than others, but the more people we have in our life, the better. And when you're depressed and down, you don't really want to be around people. So we part of depression is one of the symptoms is isolating yourself from uh, people and events, hobbies perhaps that you used to like to do. We start to not do things, not go out as much, and we isolate ourselves. So I'm just uh, talking about different ways that I have found uh, that have been helpful to help me get myself out of the doldrums and out of my head and back into living, even though I'm going through one of the darkest periods of my life. I'm still not only surviving, but I'm thriving because I have an outlet of people, because I'm doing self-care every day. So self-care includes going to the doctor, taking medication if that is needed, or finding an alternative natural way to deal with mood. There's a lot of different natural ways to deal with mood. Uh, St. John's Wort, they say, helps with depression. I don't know if it does or not. I've never tried it. Um, I know that CBD oil from cannabis plant has helped a lot of people with anxiety and depression, as well as cannabis in general. It's uh, very debatable. Some people it helps. Other people don't have a good reaction to it. But there are natural ways to deal with mood. Just think about your favorite song for a minute. Like if your favorite song comes on the radio, you like get excited and turn it up and really enjoy it, maybe sing and 
there's so many things that are happening in your body when you listen to music. So that is one natural way to deal with uh, poor mood, just one. And we have lots. Going to an art gallery, looking at something beautiful like a sunset or, or art, those all actually change the chemicals in our body, flood our bodies with endorphins, which is the happy chemical, the, the, our natural pain reliever. Another great thing to do is to remember to who you are. Remember that you are a glorious light in this world and give yourself positive affirmations. So my friend Monique the other day, she, she told me to write down all the things I've done since I've lived up in this area for 14 years. Uh, and she, I said, okay, okay, I will. And then the next day she said, did you do it? Did you write it down? And I'm like, no, I didn't, but I will, I will. And I actually did because she asked me and I knew she would ask me again. And it does help to write things down, write down things that you accomplish, write down um, things that you're grateful for. Being grateful, starting your day off by saying, I am grateful that, you know, even if you lost your job, I'm grateful that I have enough money to get me through for the next couple months. I'm grateful that I'm not homeless. I'm grateful that I'm healthy, etc. Another um, great idea, so I didn't do this last time when I divorced my first husband. I did not um, seek counsel. I did not get a lawyer. I went to the library and I took out a book on separation and wrote up my own separation agreement and got my then husband to sign it and off I went. And then when I got here, I... I waited the uh, appropriate time that you had to wait, I think it was a year, and I filed myself at the courthouse, paid the $500, and that was it. But the reason why it worked so easily for me was because I gave my ex-husband everything. I gave him the house, I took the debt, you know, he had a really good deal. Um, I just wanted to get out, and I didn't seek counsel. I should have, but I didn't. I just was focused on getting out, so I and I didn't think I had the money to pay a lawyer. So I'm not doing that this time. I've already uh, have a lawyer, and I'm in the process of doing that lovely financial statement. Um, but I definitely suggest not only seeking counsel in as far as your rights legally, but finding a therapist or a counselor, a psychologist. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's a a friend, you know, seeking alternative healing, you know, there's energy healing, there you go join a yoga class, but seek some kind of help outside of your own immediate environment, whether it's a doctor or going to the dentist that you've been putting off or going and getting a massage or all of those things really help. I had mentioned about starting a gratitude journal. This is one of the key things that really helps change your mindset off of the negative and the problems and focus instead on what you do have. I've always in my in my practice when I'm working with people, I always try to look at what do you have that's going good? What do you have that you enjoy? What's good in your life? Let's focus on that. Let's build on that. 
and let's not focus on what you don't have. Let's 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 not focus as much on you know the fact that you don't have a job and and you don't have money and et cetera, et cetera. Let's focus on what you do have. You know, uh, you you are getting a check. We've got you hooked up with disability. Uh, we've applied for social housing, et cetera. You get my idea. Another really good idea, and I remember when I was leaving at the end of my last marriage, I again found myself in the position where we were living together for about three months before I was able to, you know, get everything together and find a place and a job and move. So during that time period, there's a lot of... uh, obviously uh, mixed emotions and uh, anger so it's not fun living under those conditions so getting out and doing something fun is really important and during my entire marriage I never really would go out Um, I was committed to you know work and I in my 40s I went back and did my master's of social work so I was going to school in the evening and I had two kids to take care of uh, so I really didn't have time, you know, I went, I was an avid church goer, so I was going to church and volunteering, so I really didn't have time for, I didn't really go out with, you know, I worked at the same place for 15 years, but I rarely went out for lunch or dinner or anything like that for any, with anybody, so I, I just think it's really good to go out dancing, if you love to go dancing, go, go dancing, I started going out and doing karaoke, Uh, the last few months before I left and I thought why didn't I do this the whole time please call me 1-866-451-1451 I'd love to hear your stories we got to take another short break we'll be back after this short commercial break you're listening to Real Talk with Lori Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe to Chandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C. Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment?, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves 
Reeves operates various business interests through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamrego1 at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. I'm Lori Bowen, your host, coming to you from the BBM Global Network. Thanks for joining me. It's Friday, January the 11th, 2019. It's weird to say that, isn't it? I'm talking about surviving and thriving through divorce. And just before the break, I was talking about seeking wise counsel, as in legal or therapist, but also taking better care of yourself, as in going to the dentist, the doctor, making sure you get outside, exercising, doing something you enjoy. So I was talking about how I love to sing and I I would go out for karaoke, but then I get married and I settle down and I stop doing the things that I enjoy. My husband, I've been asking him for our entire marriage to go dancing and he just isn't comfortable and doesn't want to do it. So I don't go dancing. Well, guess what? I'm going dancing this month. Because you know what? Life is too short. And even if your partner doesn't want to do the same things you want to do, that doesn't mean that you can't go out and do them. So that is something I'm doing at the end of this month. I'm going dancing with my girlfriend. Um, Not only try something new, but learn something new. Take a class. Join a group. Join a book club. If you're interested in computers, take a computer course. If you love music, Take a course at your local college. There's so many things, you know, especially in big cities, there's always something new to do, an art gallery opening or uh, a concert happening, um, a lot of free things in large cities. So I live an area outside of Ottawa, Ontario, and there's always a lot of things to do in the city that's free. And one of the things that we really loved Uh, in Canada and particularly in Ottawa is we have a canal that runs through the city and of course it freezes in the winter and everybody skates on the canal so it's a beautiful thing to be able to get on your skates and go from point A to point B so get out and do learn something new if you've never been ice skating you can rent skates and go learn how to ice skate learn how to meditate I have so many people that I suggest this to uh during counseling sessions and so many people say oh I can't do that I've tried well you know what it's not easy for anybody to learn how to meditate but it is imperative learning how to meditate is learning how to quiet your mind if you're not able to quiet your mind then you're not able to get in touch with the divine that is within you So they say that prayer is talking to God or the divine or creator or however you want to view uh, God. Um, And meditation is listening. And most people on the earth are not listening and just diving their heads into drugs and alcohol and shopping and sex and relationships and work and vacations and keeping up with the Joneses that people are really living, going through life, living unconsciously. Living a conscious life 
you can't not meditate if you're living a conscious life. So people that are meditating every day, always in touch with their inner guru, their inner spirit, their inner voice, their, you know, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. I refer to it as God and Jesus. That's who I pray to. But some people pray to Buddha. Some people pray to Muhammad. Some people pray to, you know, the God of Israel, whatever. Um, I believe that all religions are to point us towards God or towards the divine. Um, but it seems like they're not doing that very well, right? It looks like it's dividing us more than it's uniting us. So I think that if we could, I think we should be teaching meditation in schools and it is starting to happen. So that's something I would strongly suggest, especially when you're going through uh, traumatic, difficult losses, such as in the case of separation and divorce. Another really good idea is, you know, when you're when you're trying to kind of pull apart from somebody that you've loved and cared for, learning to take care of something else, putting something else in its place is, is a really great idea. But I don't suggest, and most people wouldn't, uh, hopping into another relationship right away, but maybe uh, getting a pet getting a cat, taking care of an animal, maybe even getting a plant. I mean, taking care of a plant. I have many plants. In fact, I have way too many plants. Um, and sometimes they don't get very well taken care of. And I'm reminded that relationships are so much like that. You know, plants need sun and water. Um, and if we don't give them sun and water, then they will die. And it's the same with relationships. Relationships need time, they need energy, they need work. You can't just expect to have a good marriage if you never go dancing, if you never celebrate your anniversary, if you never take time off from work to, to spend it with your spouse to or, or to do something special for them. So if you're going through a loss, you know, volunteer at your local church or school to take care of the kids or take care of your grandchildren spend more time with children it really does lift your spirits plan a wellness weekend i think this is something that i i've only done it once where i went away with a girlfriend to a spa for a weekend to celebrate our birthdays i really enjoyed it i haven't gone back because of uh a conversation that we had over dinner that was really upsetting and shocking to me but that doesn't mean I, I wouldn't go back and have a wellness weekend again just not with her um, but I do plan on doing this and I even have the place in mind even if I go away by myself just spending a, a day or two relaxing reading a book swimming spending time outdoors there's a spa uh, a couple hours from my house um, and it has, they have horses there. So you, you rent a little cottage and you can, you know, go soak in the hot tub and, and get all those spa-like things done, like your nails and pedicures and massages. But they also have horses there, which I think is a really neat idea. So plan a wellness weekend. Up in Ottawa, we're very, uh, very lucky. Just across the river in Chelsea, Quebec, we have, it's called the Nordique Spa. It's the biggest in North America. It's the indoor-outdoor where you go, the whole idea of going through, you know, the sauna and the sweating out of all the toxins and then submerging into cold water and then relaxation. 
So it's a huge spa that you can also get nail care and, and facials and massages, beautiful outdoor, all year round Nordique spa up in Chelsea, Quebec. Another really good idea as you're going through loss and separation is to write your feelings down and to write a letter to your ex. Write a letter, get it all out, all the things that you just have to say that they did wrong or how they hurt you or whatever. And don't necessarily give it to them. Burn it. Burn it and try, even though I know this is probably, well, it is the hardest part. Try to come to a place after you've kind of vented and written everything down and then burning it. When you burn it, try to say, I forgive you. I forgive you and I release you. I forgive you for the hurt, the disappointment, whatever it was that your relationship went through. Most of us know that every relationship that we have, it teaches us something. So it's not for naught. You know, um, another thing is to forgive yourself, not only to forgive the other person, but to forgive yourself for, you know, when you go through now for me, this will be my second divorce. To me, that's embarrassing. And I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that I'm a counselor and I can have a successful marriage and I'm married to it twice. I don't think I'll try a third time. Um, so realizing that sometimes it's not, you know, we make some bad decisions. Uh, we think that things will change. In my case, you know, stop, you see potential in people, but it doesn't always manifest. And then you find out down the road that, you know, it's better for you to go your separate ways. It's okay. It really is. No matter who you are or where you come from, it's okay to leave something that's not serving you anymore. Stay tuned. I'd love to hear your thoughts and stories. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. We're going to take another break. We'll be back after this short commercial break. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact a symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of 
of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. I'm Lori Bowen. It's Friday, January the 11th, 2019. You're listening to the Bold Brave Media Global Network, and I'm talking about surviving and thriving through separation and divorce. Before the break, I had mentioned about getting all your feelings out through writing a letter and burning it. And then as you're burning it, forgiving your ex or forgiving the person that hurt you, but also to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for, you know, we go through this period where we question everything and you analyze the relationship and you try to figure out where you went wrong and um, we blame the other person and I look in the mirror for sure, but not everybody does, you know, some people just blame, blame, blame. I want to leave this relationship knowing that I have tried everything I possibly could um, and that there really is no other answer to getting any kind of resolution. So I have to forgive myself for making, you know, the poor decisions I made and by not looking at the red flags and ensure myself that I next time, if there is a next time, that I will pay more attention. You know, we if we don't learn, we're going to repeat the same mistakes over and over again. So some of the ways that, you know, to help yourself get yourself out of this funk. Uh, I mean, a lot of women know this already, but going out and getting your hair cut, buying yourself a new outfit and going dancing or going out for dinner with your friends or just having some fun, bringing some fun back into your dark doldrums. I live out in the country, so I'm very isolated and I don't go into the city very often. Um, but I do plan, I do try to plan to get out at least once a week. Um, so that's another good thing. And pick up a hobby. So I, when I first moved here, I uh, joined uh, kickboxing. And I didn't continue with it because I didn't end up really liking it. But I joined kickboxing. I joined some women's groups to try to make friends with women. That's really tough. Um, I did meet some some women, but I also met some not so nice women, right? So um, just finding something that maybe you loved as a child. Maybe as a child you used to uh, spend a lot of time with animals and horses. Now you live in the city and you don't have any exposure to them there's farms all over the place i mean i'm a farm i'm we're sacred acres in north augusta which is about an hour from ottawa ontario and we have miniature horses we do equine therapy here as well as art therapy dance therapy drama therapy writing and music therapy we use all of the creative arts in therapy as well as the horses and they are something else so getting yourself out of your comfort zone and you know maybe go out to the country try some snowmobiling or sledding or skating or you know just because we live in Canada and we're in cold climate today it is exceptionally cold like minus 20 in the Ottawa area so but the horses still need to be fed and watered and 
their their stalls cleaned out. So I was out there this morning and I'll be going out uh, shortly in another couple hours. You just dress for the weather. So don't let the weather stop you. Being outside is one of the best ways to improve your mood as well. Reconnect with family and friends. You know, when you get into a relationship, sometimes you you don't see your friends as much. I don't know if you've noticed, but as soon as your best friend gets a boyfriend or girlfriend, you don't hear from them anymore. Well, it's kind of the same way in marriage. You kind of settle in and you might, you know, hang out with a couple, you know, a certain couple every now and then or all the time. But you really, you really limit your friends become, I find, become limited or you don't go out with friends at all. And that is probably one of the um, worst things I did is I stopped doing the activities that I love. So I love to dance. I'm a dancer all the way, um, but I haven't been dancing. I couldn't tell you how long. Just because my husband doesn't like it, I should have kept right on dancing. But I didn't think it was right to go out and not dance with my husband not being there. But that's just silly, isn't it? So I'll be going dancing this month. And I've forgiven myself. And I've forgiven him. And another idea is to just to do something new. So I don't know what it could be. Join a club. Join a group. I'm a real joiner. I've tried a lot of different things. I'm not really looking to join anything anymore. Um, but trying something new, I'm going to pick up the guitar. And it's, Although this isn't new for me, but I stopped doing music many years ago. And I'm going to try to restart it, you know, pick up the guitar and do, you know, go out and do, have some fun with it. Like, there's so many open mics, you know, you can go to these little local pubs and, you know, bring your guitar or whatever it is you play and practice a few songs. And, you know, that to me, it takes a lot of guts. Um, I did it a couple times with my husband, but he has stage fright. So I stopped doing it because he doesn't like to do it. Well, guess what? I'm going to do it by myself. I don't really want to do it by myself. I would prefer to do it with my husband, but you know, that's my whole point is to point out that a lot of times we stop doing activities just to make the relationship work or to make our, our partner happy. Um, I don't think my husband would be happy if I'm out every night of the week playing in bars. I was hoping he'd come with me, but he doesn't want to and he's not comfortable doing that. So I shouldn't sit around expecting him to do it. I should just, you know, do it. So and find an outlet. For your grief whether that's doing art or writing maybe dancing or writing a song find an outlet find somebody you can talk to and if you don't want to talk about it you know there's a lot of different ways to process negative emotions that doesn't involve the written word doesn't involve talking Music is one of the most beautiful ways to, to, you know, how many songs have been written? I mean, just go ask uh, um, the country, country singers that, you know, so many songs are written about breakups, uh, heartbreak. So many songs, you know, Elvis, so many of his songs were about Heartbreak Hotel or, you know, relationships come and they go. And writing a song about it is a great way to release some of the sadness practice love versus fear now this is something that has popped up into my life a couple of times recently 
I've been reading a book. Actually, I've been listening to an audio book, and I'm going to talk about it after this break. we got to take another short commercial break. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Conversations with God. I'm going to tell you all about it after the short commercial break. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Stapula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Wait No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Wait No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Wait No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Wait No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori, and I'm Lori Bowen coming to you from the BBM Global Network. I was just talking about surviving and thriving through separation and divorce and I'd love to hear your stories if you'd like to call in 1-866-451-1451 another way I've been getting through is listening to a book Um, there's three books in this series called conversations with God as most counselors and therapists do I see a psychologist on a regular basis and his name's Dr. Murray, and he suggested that he actually gave me the audio version of this book, Conversations with God. I actually uh, looked it up and found that there's three books in the trilogy and bought them, and I'm about halfway through. They're written by a man named Neil Donald Walsh, and he was experiencing a low period in his life when he decided to write a letter to God, venting his frustrations. What he did not expect was a response. As he finished his letter, he was moved to continue writing and out came extraordinary answers to his questions. This work presents the answers that Walsh received, helping him to change himself, his life, and the way he viewed other beings. In book two, 
the dialogue expands to deal with the more global topics of geopolitical and metaphysical life on the planet and the challenges now facing the world. This incredible series contains answers that will change your life and the way you view other beings. Then in book three, it takes us even further in our questioning and search for answers, dealing with the universal truths of the highest order and the challenges and opportunities of the soul. This incredible series contains answers that I have had to questions my entire life. I have to say that this book has literally been blowing my mind. And I'm so thankful that he suggested me to, uh, he actually gave it to me to listen to. I had heard about it, and I think I even might have had the book at one point in my life, um, but I didn't give it much mind, and I'm pretty sure I didn't read it. Let me tell you a little bit about it. So there, there's an interview. If you buy the, the complete audio book, the three audio books, there's interviews with the author, uh, Neil Donald Walsh, and he talks about... Uh, how this happened. So he says he sat down and, you know, his his relationship wasn't good. He had lost his job. Everything in his life was falling apart. So isn't that what happens? You know, it's when something really bad happens, you know, you lose somebody close to you or, you, or you're going through a divorce or separation. Um, those are the times that we turn to our higher power or to God, and that's exactly what the author did. So he was writing a letter and just, you know, venting and asking why this and why that and da 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 And he says, in his own words, he says, when he finished and he tried to put the pen down, that he couldn't put the pen down, and it's like it just hovered over the page. And he thought, okay, well, I guess I got more to say, so I'll just keep writing. And God started answering. So he even questions himself, like, ah, this is crazy. I'm just making this up. I, this is just part of my imagination. But it continued. It continued, and he would ask questions, and then he would hear the answer in his head, and he would write it down, and he was basically just a stenographer. He was taking notes. And out came this book conversations with God. This went on for over a year that he was writing. And um, some of the ideas that, you know, whether it came from the creator God, or it was from his imagination, or from his own doing, or his own mind, his own intellect, it's fascinating. It's fascinating because it resonates. It resonates with what I've always thought God is and what God should be and not all and that is not always congruent with what I've been taught so we all come from different backgrounds some people are brought up they never go to church I I'm in my 50s so most people that grew up in the probably 40s 50s and 60s probably went to church because it was something if you lived in North America that is um, that's pretty common for families to go to church and then you know go to the grandparents after church and have Sunday lunch back in the 40s 50s 60s stores weren't even open on Sundays we were uh, very we are our North America generally speaking we're built on uh, the Christian you know foundation uh, we have God everywhere, the Bible everywhere, even in our court system. You know, we still swear on the Bible, etc. 
as we become more multicultural, obviously different religions come in and there's room for all different beliefs, especially in Canada and the United States as well. But we know we're not going to get into that today. But in this book, um, one of the things that struck me, I'll give you an example. So in regards to, for example, the Ten Commandments, God apparently said he didn't give the Ten Commandments to Moses. There are Ten Commitments. Meaning that if you are following God, if you are seeking God, then these are kind of like signposts to tell you that you're on the right road. So that was something that really struck me of how it could be so easily changed from commandments to commitments. We got to take another short break. Stay with me. I'll be back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Wait No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Wait No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Wait No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Wait No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a 7-inch logo strip for adjustability. So they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home, and you can even leave your dog alone. To order your WikiWags, visit wikiwags.com, or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit mywikiwags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori, and I'm Lori Bowen. I, just before the commercial break, I was talking about this really interesting book called Conversations with God. I just want to read you a little excerpt from it. So as he's writing, he asks God the question, how does God talk and to whom? This is what God said. First, let's exchange the word talk with the word communicate. It's a much better word, a much fuller, more accurate one. When we try to speak to each other, me to you and you to me, we are immediately constricted by the unbelievable limitation of words. For this reason, I do not communicate by words alone. In fact, rarely do I so. I most common, my most common form of communication is through feeling. If you want to know what's true for you about something, look to how you're feeling about it. 
Feelings are sometimes difficult to discover and often even more difficult to acknowledge, yet hidden in your deepest feelings is your highest truth. The trick is to get to those feelings. I will show you how, again, if you wish. I also communicate with thought. Thought and feelings are not the same, although they can occur at the same time. In communicating with thought, I often use images and pictures. For this reason, thoughts are more effective than mere words as tools of communication. And in addition to feelings and thoughts, I also use the vehicle of experience as a grand communicator. And finally, when feelings and thoughts and experience all fail, I use words. Words are really the least effective communicator. They are most open to misinterpretation, most often misunderstood. Why is that? It's because of what words are. Words are merely utterances, noises that stand for feelings, thoughts, and experience. They are symbols, signs. They are not truth and they are not the real thing. Words may help you understand something experience allows you to know. Yet there are some things you cannot experience, so I've given you other tools of knowing, and these are called feelings, and so too thoughts. In fact, you've placed so little value on experience that when you you experience of God differs from what you've heard of God, you automatically discard the, discard the experience and own the words when it should be the other way around. All of that to say, people, is, you know, this this was the first part that really shocked me because he's basically talking about the Bible. I was at a Carlos Santana concert recently, and Carlos Santana said, you know, we update our cell phones, we update our marriages. I think we need to update the Bible. I think he's actually right because, you know, God doesn't always... As it says here, it doesn't always, we put so much emphasis on the written word. We know that the Bible has been changed and manipulated over the years, and yet we use it to bang people over the head with it. I really think that learning to live in love instead of fear is what we're all called to do, that we're called just as this book says, that we're called to to be light onto this earth. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend, that you're staying warm wherever you are. I'll be here again next week, same time, same station. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. Thank you for joining me and have a wonderful weekend. You've been listening to Real Talk with Lori. Come join the conversation each week right here with Lori Bowen on Real Talk with Lori. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.